All right, y'all, welcome to PTC Cast episode 14. Today, we talk about deloading for life, the dangers of social media, and being able to be your own person without any outside influence. I am Alex Martin. You can follow us at Progress Through Change, or you can go to progressthroughchange.com and get your free four easy habits for fat loss guide. Totally free PDF. Don't know why you wouldn't take it, but it's mm-hmm. there, progressthroughchange.com. And then my name is uh, Chris, the co-host of the PTC Cast. And you can follow me on social media at Chulito Saldana. Enjoy the show. Hey, bro, you murder somebody with that glass? Why? There's blood on the it. Blood spatter. Blood on the leaves. It's a Walking Dead glass. Did you Real ever quick. Watch... No, 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 no. Go ahead. Real quick. Okay. Do you know Real the good. song "Blood on the Leaves"? Yeah. Strange fruit. <laughs> yeah. So. Bum, 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 and the, and the, you know how in the last podcast we were talking about. Um, songs or you know types of songs that have us relive a part of our life sure yeah so blood on the leaves that actually i tie that song very closely to a relation or actually not even a relationship a pivot in my life okay and uh that actually that's like one of the songs that mark the moment where I decided to become the strongest team and I became a nihilist dude. Was it right at the bass drop or what? No, like it's the song. Okay. Like sure. Blood on the Leaves. Um that was when me and this chick broke up. Me and like my best friends, we stopped talking. My mom and I were having problems and I started watching George Lehman and I decided to become the strongest team and I team that ever lived and I decided to just shut out everyone. Yeah. You know, that it was that song and one other song by Kanye West, but it's just so surreal. Mm-hmm. You know, just hearing those that song again. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how every time how I listen pulls, to it, pulls like certain memories. For yeah, you, dude. Certain feelings and certain. Yeah, for sure. There's a um, um, one of Rob Bailey's songs I I posed to it my first show and like every time I hear it now like it's just like a rush of like memories and emotions and like super interesting how we tie. Uh, like emotions, feelings, and things to like sounds and smells, and you know what I mean. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's super odd. We like vividly relive those moments and emotions and all of that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just from like the cue of a song, or you know, a certain smell from something that's cooking. You know what I mean? Just like the what's, way things like that. What's your hype song? My hype song. Yeah. You know, man. These days, um, I don't really have many. Um, I have been listening to a lot of uh, Rick Ross, Run the Jewels, like pretty heavy bass, like very confident, cocky rap stuff in the gym. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know if I have like one song right now, which is funny because usually I do. Like for a long time, I was on like nothing but Rage Against the Machine and Rob Bailey. And, yeah, uh, those and are some good like hard, reliables. Like, yeah, like the intense gym stuff. But uh-huh. no, recently I've been doing more just like casual alternative like uh cage the elephant alt j um i don't know stuff like that oh you don't know any of those okay what's your go-to song um agony by slaughter to prevail and slaughter to prevail yes and super yes dude and edgy come on man why you gotta put that on me um and shattered uh glass by fit for a king I don't know why I actually don't have that song in my lifting playlist, and that pisses me off. Wow. Because I've been, you know, 
I've been peaking. I've been maxing out. You I've haven't been, been listening to that song. And I haven't been listening to that song. I've been going straight to Blasphemian by Infant Annihilator and uh, Agony by Slaughter to yeah, Prevail. I don't know any of these, man. Yeah. You're dropping some. You're dropping some intense bombs right here. Yeah, yeah. I can just tell by the names. Like, yeah, dude, those are yeah. How would you? Uh, how would you? How would you classify that genre? Is that heavy metal? Is that what is that? Um. I guess you could say like death metal. Yeah, it, it sounds like screamo. Yeah, okay. I don't really know. There's, I know like in it, there's a bunch of different subcategories. Sure, but yeah, I just call it death metal. Okay, you know yeah. that's, yeah, that's and there's this uh, one song that I used to listen to, and I would visualize myself actually turning into a demon. It's called <laughs> Yeah, dude. All right. This was back in high school. Okay. Um, do, the name of it is Unholy Grave Birth. Unholy Grave Birth. By Infant Annihilator. You want to know how it starts? Yeah. It starts off by a baby crying. Like, Okay. You know, baby crying voice. And then eventually, like, after... See, man, if I heard a song start with that, I don't think I'm getting past the intro. Dude, and the background is like... Like, it's like suspenseful, like... High pitches, and then um, so it really builds up. Really it builds. Up. He's like, he's like, and then he like turned into a demon that's like crying, and yeah, and then all of a sudden the bass drops and it's just drums. It's uh, the vocals. It's the freaking guitar. It's, like right out the cut. it's everything, dude. And whenever that bass drops, like it's go time. I have the ammonia up my nose yeah. two capsules just in each nostril yeah. my eyes are red yeah. i have no pupils anymore <laughs> and, <laughs> and i'm ready to lift anything and everything and i have zero doubt in my head and yeah i'm so, like peaked okay so then what is your casual music if you are like driving if you're walking if you're, <laughs> I mean, like what is your what do you what do you listen to for fun? Not to become a, a channel a demon, man. I listen to the exact opposite. Okay. I listen to OD- <laughs> I listen to the ODST Rain. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're listening to I like, listen to lo fi like instrumental music. soundtracks. Yeah, like, I listen yeah. to very calming things like I know yeah. sometimes So you're one end of the spectrum or the very other end of the spectrum, like Yeah, man. Like I know sometimes um if I need a like an in between. I'll listen to like jazz or maybe Childish Gambino, something with the actual words in it. Mm-hmm. But usually it's you know I'm either lift or listening to something heavier when I'm working out, or I'm listening to something very lo-fi, uh, very chill with zero words in it. Um, it's a little more passive. Yeah, like extremely passive. Yeah. Something that I can just like play on the background. As of lately, actually, I've been trying to listen to nothing. Really? So, yeah, I've noticed that whenever I have nothing, yeah, whenever I have nothing to listen to, then my brain actually starts to solve problems on its own. Because you you give yourself some time to think. Yeah, and what I noticed is that whenever I am listening to lo-fi, even if, you know, it doesn't have any words or anything like that, you know, my brain still... Uh, processes the noise and mm. use it at, uses it as a distraction so that it doesn't have to think, yeah. Yeah. which is really weird to think about. But because I remember I actually implemented a lo-fi in my life um, so that I can be able to focus more and, focus, yeah. Yeah, and do things like that. Um, but now I'm like, oh, wait, this is actually preventing me from, mm-hmm. you know, thinking on my own because I would listen to lo-fi, uh, you know, during my morning rituals, yeah. during my morning walk. Um, 
or sometimes it would be an audio book, but regardless, if I wasn't really doing anything, I'd be listening to lo-fi. Okay. So when, when things are like crazy in my life or if I just like need to a minute to breathe, like I really like driving in silence. Yes. Like that is a, that is a good way to think. Cause there's something about the autonomy of driving where, you know, your brain's on, you're, you know, using your blinker, you're turning, you're driving, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, yeah. so you're, you're paying attention to driving, but it, everything else is just free space in your brain. I never thought yeah. about it. So yeah, your brain is still on and it's functioning at a mm-hmm. a decent enough yeah, level to handle a, a ton vehicle you're driving or half ton. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, not die yeah. while doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I I enjoy driving in silence once in a while just to kind of catch my breath, work with my thoughts a little bit. Usually at nighttime, like on my way home from a long day of work, like I like just silence. Like there's not even any instrumental I'm looking for. You know, I just want to be able to catch my breath and breathe for a second. Is that like the only thing? Let's so let's label this deload for life. Deload for whenever life. you're getting like, and it doesn't even have to be you know an extreme overwhelm of life. Just mm-hmm. like you know, let's say you've done a lot for the day and yeah. you just want a breather. Yeah. Then how do you recharge yourself? How do you? Yeah. Would it would it be the cup back up? Yeah. Like so, you drive what forty five minutes to and from work? Uh, yeah. So I, I train Mondays through Thursdays, um, and I have about a forty five minute commute. About an hour commute, give or take, just depending on what time I leave. But so typically in the morning, I'm doing some kind of podcast or even just music. Mm. Um, but typically in the evening, um, either I'm on a consultation call or I'm in silence, catching my breath, um, thinking a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I know for me, like, it's interesting because sometimes I catch myself, what's the way I want to word this? I catch myself not taking a second to breathe. So I feel that I need it. I feel that like I'm overwhelmed and I've got to take a step back for a second, but it still takes me a second to get there. Sometimes I don't quite let it happen. Even when like so, you do let it happen, mm-hmm. are you still like on, like still trying to figure out problems? And it takes me a second. Yeah. yeah. It takes me a second. Yeah. Like I, um, it's, you, you ever like catch yourself, um, like furrowing your brow or like tense somewhere and then you actually like relax. It's, it's that kind of thing. Like I. I need, yeah, like I need yeah. time. I need time not doing that to be able to do that. Does that yeah. make sense? Like I, I have to like. You can't like be. Pers- uh, like if I'm sitting in silence on my drive home, it's going to take me like probably 15 minutes to even get to the point where I'm like. But at least you actually know. Actually not like, you know, white knuckling the steering wheel or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. At least you know like now um, it takes you about 15 minutes to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can actually. <laughs> subconsciously or unconsciously uh scheduling that 15 yeah. minutes uh that you need in order to get to that downtime yeah so that you can just i don't even know if it's shutting off your brain yeah or i don't know man like i feel like nowadays it's so easy to just fill your brain up with like fillers yeah and, oh yeah social know, media news outlets I yeah mean, and it never has time with covid yeah just yeah it never has time to just be and I feel like whenever you have time to just be, that's whenever you start like asking the important questions and figuring out the answers to those important questions. Like I know um, yesterday I gave myself the time to think um, because as of lately, you know, I've been, I'm not going to say like overwhelmed, but I've been feeling like, you know, something needs to change in, uh, you know, in my life and um, I was supposed to compete December 11th and long story short, the person that I was going to compete with is no longer 
going to compete. So I have no use of paying, you know, $400 to go to Chicago in the middle of December to compete. Sure. Um, so that changes like plans for, or at least it changes my plans for like the next half year, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I sat down and I was thinking, okay, like, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel overwhelmed? Why do I feel like kind of confused? Why this, why that? And, you know, I came to the conclusion that it's because I was actually, or one of the reasons why is I was caring a lot about what people thought about me. And I was just confused as to what the hell I believe and, you know, where I am in life right now. Because, you know, people have these expectations and their beliefs of me and, you know, I've been working so hard to uphold those expectations and beliefs when in reality, like, that's not me. And, you know, I was getting confused as to what the hell I was doing. But because I was able to sit in silence and have those problems just arise from wherever the hell they arose from. And, and think about them instead of avoiding them. Yeah. And you don't even have to, like actively think about them because that'll come on its own Mm -hmm. like if those problems just surface and they're there for long enough you're going to start dissecting them and you're going to start finding solutions for a reason yeah exactly um and you know i decided hey uh next week you know i'm maxing out and next week i'm actually getting i didn't tell you this i'm getting off of social media completely wow Um, yeah for the next like probably six months um and yeah, I'm going to just focus on transforming my life again. Like, cause I need to, I need to isolate myself from, I guess, other people's opinions sure. and other people's expectations and whatever I believe their expectations are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this is your, this is your life deload. Yeah. This is my form of a life deload and it doesn't have to be, you know, that drastic for everybody. But I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, spending time to yourself maybe you'll you know come up with something that you need to do something that mm-hmm. you know deep down you know you've been meaning to do for however long weeks months years right. that you've been putting off but you know if you face your real self um and just let yourself think then maybe you'll come up with a solution to some of your problems yeah you know i, I think a lot of it comes from um, creating healthy boundaries because what i found is that every time i I step over my own boundaries or I let work or someone else step over my boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's when, that's when I get that overwhelming, I need a life deload feeling, you know? Yeah. Like the, so I think part of it is being able to create those boundaries and, and stay within them for yourself and, and let others know that like, Hey, I, maybe I don't work past this time or maybe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so, and a little hypocritical of me saying that, cause that's something that I still struggle with personally. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it is just being able to figure out, okay, what is my highest form of efficiency where I still feel fulfilled? I still feel like I'm getting the things I need out of life. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the ultimate question. Yeah. And it takes, you know, time with yourself to actually figure that, figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. To actually sit in silence and, and think on it. And, you know, instead of avoiding it or, you know, if there's a reason if you're feeling anxious, there's there's a reason you're feeling anxious. If you're feeling depressed, there's a reason you're feeling depressed. If you're, you know, feeling overwhelmed, there's a reason you're feeling overwhelmed. So you're not going to get to the root of that by avoiding it or by, you know, trying to cover it up or, you know, trying to find some other indulgence to, to be blind to it. You're going to, you're going to get through that by 
I don't want to say attacking it because that sounds super aggressive, but doing something about it, you know, to your point, getting off social media to, you know, making some kind of boundaries. Like I, I've recently changed up my work hours a little bit for, mm-hmm. for that exact reason, just working within those boundaries, because I know that if I go surpass those boundaries, maybe I'll get a little extra done. Maybe I'll make a little extra money, mm-hmm. but I know it'll, it'll sacrifice my mental health, the way I feel other things in my life that I want to dedicate time to as well. Yeah. And, you know, from what you're saying earlier about when you start saying yes to things you shouldn't be saying yes to and you start letting things like seep into um, or seep over boundaries that it shouldn't be, you know, going over. I think what happens is you start getting um, or I guess, yeah, that can lead to, you know, being overwhelmed and all of that. But I think the solution to that would be to just simplify your life and uh or at least parts of your life and get clarity on, you know, your priorities. Because if you're doing, you know, a thousand things half assed then, you know, you're going to be a half assed type of person. But if you're able to, you know, filter out all the BS, mm-hmm. not only are you going to be a lot better at the things you choose to do, but you're going to be a lot calmer, mm-hmm. you know, a lot uh, less overwhelmed, you know, yeah. your life is just going to improve. And, you know, you'll stop saying yes to the things you're not supposed to be saying yes to because you'll know exactly what you should be saying yes to mm-hmm. and you'll know what you should be saying no to. So right. I think one thing that we can do a lot better at is just taking things out yeah. that aren't important. Yeah. Well, and it's it's also if, if everything's important, nothing's important at all. Yeah. You know, like if everything lies in the same level of, of relevance, of importance, of urgency then nothing's urgent or important or relevant at all, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> to your point of like taking out the things that you don't, I don't want to say don't care about, but the things that just don't, they're not urgent. They're not, you don't, they're not relevant. Yeah. And know? that's what, like, it doesn't have to be for the rest of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like these, these can be, what if you choose something to be a priority at the moment, it, that doesn't mean that it has to be a priority for the rest of your life. You know, it could be a short time period where, you know, it is your top priority. Like, to put it an actual example um, on this, whenever I decided to lose weight, you know, my priority was uh, cardio and um, not eating a lot. And, you know, I put those things at the very top of my totem pole for only two and a half months Mm -hmm. and now i'm back to eating blah 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 but but prioritizing and executing your yeah and the the point of that is is i got what i needed out of that and once i got what i needed out of that which was the weight loss and the health benefits then that was no longer my priority you Mm -hmm. know so these things that we're saying you know it doesn't have to be changes that you have to commit to for the rest of your life. Some things, you know, should be changes that you have to commit to for the rest of your life. But just don't be overwhelmed at the idea of, you know, taking things out um, in order for, you know, improvement. Just giving yourself that room to breathe, that ability to, to do whatever you need to do by removing out other things, cutting the crap, you know, shaving the fat off kind of stuff, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I think six months off of social media will really be a good way to, to get your head on straight and to get away from, you know, what you said, what other people expect of you, especially in the powerlifting realm, man. Because if people are seeing, you know, this 
you know, several hundred pound squat and deadlift and bench, well, then they're just wondering what's next, you know? And so yeah. that's, there's a pressure sitting in the back of your brain that like that posting to social media, all that does is increase that pressure, mm. right? Because it doesn't, whether you post to social media or not, doesn't change how strong you are, but it changes how strong everyone else thinks you should be. Well, I will say like, I, you know, I'm not getting off of social media because of that. Like, um, honestly, I like the pressure of okay. you know people's expectations when it comes to my lifting okay and well, then expand a little bit I don't, i'm not sure i understand them yeah um <clears throat> i guess when it comes to like social media as of right now to me personally uh it's just a distraction you know sure. like yeah that's cool i like i would i don't mind posting you get lifting yourself, videos like, mindlessly scrolling or anything like that but that's the problem I'm, like I'm it gets that. yeah it gets to the point where um instagram is a higher priority whether i like to admit it or not then it should be oh yeah and because of that you know the best thing for me to do um is to just eliminate that uh you know potential desire altogether and mm -hmm. you know that may be that may not be the solution for you you know i'm sure like yeah. maybe putting a timer on the app yeah. would be a solution for you but you know, I find myself deleting the fucking timer or adding five minutes yeah. until it oh, gets to like yeah. an hour. And, you know, I don't want it to be like that, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, like I want just very. You're making that boundary. You're drawing that line in the sand, man. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, some things, some things you have to take it to a higher level of uh, action than others. And, you know, in my case, getting rid of social media altogether is what you know i have to do in order yeah. to distance myself from yeah it. you're just you're cold turkey in it and there's nothing wrong with that yeah mm -hmm. and again you know i said going back to earlier how i said that priorities doesn't or these priorities doesn't have to be a long-term thing like this is only going to be for six months maybe even four months um until just some know, block I, of time to yeah it needs to get some block of time yeah for yeah. sure um recently one of the things i've really been trying to do is um Apple tracks your uh, your screen time, so like how often you have the phone open and what app and everything. <laughs> and my goal consistently has been to get that number down, man, because I would be lying if I said I didn't have some days that were like four or five hours. Yeah. And then I'm like, what the fuck? There goes a fifth of my day, a sixth of my day, because I couldn't stop scrolling on Instagram. I couldn't stop checking Facebook or emails or whatever it is. And, and, and even if I sit here and make their excuse, well, probably half that time is work-oriented, maybe. Mm -hmm. But like... I wasn't checking emails for five hours, man. Like, yeah, five hours. Yeah, dude. there's just and, and there's and that's not a usual thing, but it, there's just there's some days where like it literally makes me sick, man. Like we're we're surrounded by so many distractions and we fall we fall victim to them because we because we we don't acknowledge them enough. We don't understand that we're sitting here wasting time. We're yep. we're wasting energy. We're we're adding all these layers of fat and complication and and just things that we don't need that yeah. aren't, aren't aren't building us aren't adding to our lives there's they're strictly taking away i mean mm -hmm. dude there i think there are very few scenarios where social media like adds to your life you know maybe That's you can exactly learn what I was maybe you can too. build a business maybe you can connect with people but dude go scroll your facebook feed and and tell me how many of the things you care about cuz i can tell you mine is fucking zero yeah it's zero man all you want to talk people... about politics? I don't care. You want to talk about COVID? I don't care. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's all, I don't know, man. It's its all just, it's all noise. Yeah. It's all noise. Mm -hmm. And I was asking myself whenever I made that decision, or before I made that decision, I was like, what is Instagram? Like, why, what's the purpose of me using Instagram right now? And then I was like, okay, it's 
to share, you know, videos of me lifting right. and stuff to, you know, the people that care. And then I asked myself, I was like, do I honestly care about showing videos of myself lifting to people? And, you know, the answer was no. Like, if anything, it's honestly a fucking chore to have to mm-hmm. edit these edit these videos and put it on there yeah. for a couple hundred people to see. Yeah. And whenever that does happen, boom, I'm on Instagram. I start scrolling. I start mm-hmm. giving a fuck about things that I yep. don't care about. Yep. And I start looking at people's stories, blah, 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 blah. And it's that's all it is is a distraction and you know i'm sure these people or these uh companies pay you know maybe hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars for uh just research study on how to make their apps more addictive so that they can take your time and stuff like that but at the end of the day it's not their fault well, you're, you're right. the one that has the phone yeah, or that has the, one, the app. Consuming, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it's like nobody nobody made you get on the app. Nobody held a gun to your head and said, if you don't make an Instagram account, you're you're going to die. You yeah. Know? And, and part of it's interesting, too, because, like, there's so much confirmation bias just around, like, um, like pol- so, like, you know, if you follow certain political pages on Facebook, well, guess what? You're going to get recommended more of that. Mm-hmm. If you Google something you want to buy, guess what? Everything's going to try to sell you that, whether it's a YouTube ad or a Facebook ad or, you know. It's getting it's, so it's, convoluted. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I doubt people know who the hell they are anymore. Well, and the more and the more info that, you know, these whatever, and, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to talk about conspiracy theories or anything like that, man, but it's like the more info that these companies get, the more... The more that we buy in, the better they are at holding our attention. Yeah. The more info that they get, the more they can dial us in because they're like, oh, that guy has been looking at Toyota Tacomas. So let me show him all these Tacomas for sale and then all these mods that go on the Tacomas and then, you know, all these other. It's just it's it's a, it's an endless rabbit hole, man. And it's like the more that you you buy into it and you follow the pages and you spend time on certain things like it's. It's interesting, man. Like the Instagram Explore page, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like maybe it'll show you like three different things like food. And I'm just going to use examples, but like food, cars, and bodybuilders. Mm -hmm. Well, if every time you click on the food and the bodybuilders, it's not going to show you the cars anymore. It's going to show you more food and bodybuilders because it wants your attention. Mm -hmm. It wants to show you the thing that it thinks you care about the most or the thing that it thinks is going to hold your eyes for the longest. Yeah, dude, and it's so, addicting because, you know, on your phone, it's not just one picture of a food or one picture of a car. No, it's fucking 12, mm-hmm. a grid of 12 mm-hmm. uh, pictures or videos. And then one of the mm-hmm. reels are actually playing on it already. Yeah. And, you know, it's so easy to just blah, 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 blah. And again, like, I'm thankful that I was never on TikTok and, you know, got sucked down that rabbit hole. Dude, but... if I was, dude, if I was, a, if I was a kid when TikTok came oh out, God, dude. oh my, like, it's... It's dangerous, man, because the way that they can just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll is... is... And then, like, I guess w- what's also scary as shit to me is I look on these social media platforms and everybody is starting to look the same. What do you mean? All the women starting to look the same. All the lifters starting to look the same. All the men starting to look the same. Like, everybody's just starting to look the same. They're, they're doing the same shit on their stories. They're posting the same shit. Like... I feel like everybody's starting to lose who the hell they are. Mm-hmm. And they're playing this game and they're so involved in this game of, you know, trying to play social media that they're losing touch of what the hell they believe in, what 
they're trying to improve at and all of this. And I'm sure that some people, you know, play it a lot better and they're able to maintain themselves uh, a lot better. And maybe I'm just saying this because I'm not able to, you know, play the game without losing myself. But, you know, I think that that's a scary ass problem when you stop uh, being able to say exactly like who you are and, you know, mm -hmm. what you believe in and you start taking to, into account other people's lives and then using that information for how you should run your life and mm -hmm. all of that. Like, I don't know, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all, those are all valid points, man. And I think it's, it's also one of those things where it's like, oh, this person has a million followers on Instagram. So I'm going to just do what they do. Mm -hmm. You know, this person has the physique I want. I'm going to do what they do. This person has the car I want. So I'm going to do what they do. Like, that's you make an interesting point like everyone's kind of doing the same thing yeah and then especially when you start like tying who you should be to the people that's on there like oh fuck this dude looks amazing i should be looking that way mm -hmm. or oh yeah. yeah yeah that's a dangerous game man, man yeah it, dude it uh it's it's really man it's it's fucked with me several times to see you know instagram posts of certain bodybuilders at you know 22 and i'm like oh when I was 22, I didn't look like that. Yeah. Or bro. 18. When I was 18, I didn't look like that. And then you get in down this rabbit hole of what's wrong with me? Why am I not there? Why am I not living up to these expectations? What is it? Uh, your 12 o'clock alarm. Oh, yeah. Look at that, man. Self-discipline's everything. Is that Dave Goggins? David Goggins. Beautiful. And look. Um, so that, that alarm actually goes exactly with what we're talking about right now. So um, I don't know if I've talked about this already, but I have uh, parts of my day where I set alarms because I know that I'll act a certain way. Like mm -hmm. at 4 o'clock p.m., I know that that's usually when I start getting tired. So I have an alarm um, that has my goal and then it talk, or it has a speech by uh, this motivational speaker named... Uh, et or something like that but talks about like focus and it's time to go and all of that and et you know, phone home et phone home but yeah uh as of lately like i've been thinking about this idea of you know who i am and what i believe and all of that and you know other people's opinions about me and me taking into account their opinions when in reality i shouldn't give a fuck about it yeah and so um i had this alarm by david goggins talking about how you know thinking about other people's opinions can you know, dilute who you are and, you know, just take you off track. So nobody should drive your boat except you. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of been the theme for like the past week, <laughs> past week. Yeah. But just what you've been thinking. About. Yeah. Like I've been, you know, just marinating my mind with this idea of, you know, how am I acting and am I acting according to other people's standards, which yes, I am. I am dude. And I don't want it to be like that anymore. You know, okay. it it it's makes me lose self respect. It makes me uh, just confused as to you know what I'm doing and all of that. And you know, it's something that I'm not going to uh, do anymore because like it's no longer an option. So that's changing. Yeah, line drawing in the sand. Yeah, man, got to draw those lines, man. You have to make those boundaries for yourself, man. Let's wrap it up there. All right, bro. Thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you.